Chasing on chaos, tough love, bottled up, no chaser. To your new spot. Cheers. There it is. All right, so we just had the cheers to the new Phase 1 Elite, which is where we are sitting inside of right now. Uh, I got one of my young protégés. Uh, I've been his mentor for a couple years now. Um, so he's in town. So whenever he comes to town, we try to, you know, jump on the podcast, just a little dialogue, back and forth, Q&A, all that good stuff, man. And we just have a little bit of fun with this. So uh, first of all, thank you for tuning in to the Elite Athlete Podcast. That's what we do. Everything we do is based on being elite, next level, taking everything to a place that nobody else has been. And that's our mission at Phase 1 Elite. And for anyone in my circle, we're trying to level up at all times. So uh, before I go any further, I want this young man next to me to introduce himself, give him a little bit of background about you, and let's roll from there. So my name's Arnaldo Limon. Pretty much I've been a private personal trainer for about four years now under the supervision of Mike. Didn't start this career, honestly, ever since I came to Vegas. Told Mike, I'm like, hey, I want to be a personal trainer. He kind of gave me a face. He's like, all right, what do you know about personal training? Not one thing, just squat, bench, curl. That's it. No, no curriculum, no nothing, no like, no structure whatsoever. And pretty much I had, long story short, I had a tough time passing the exam. Yeah. And you told me one thing and one thing only, and I tell everyone this. If you fail, try again. And if you fail again, keep trying. And it's the same repetitive thing mm -hmm. over and over and over. And one thing I learned from Mike, and I learned more within him in that moment that I've ever did in high school was when's the last time you actually studied don't say that you suck at taking exams if you haven't studied <laughs> yeah so pretty I, on some real stuff bro I freaking took 15 minutes I studied and those 15 minutes was more than I've ever studied before because <laughs> it wasn't no sidetrack looking at the phone looking at this it's like yeah. okay set the time 15 minutes and let's see where we can mm -hmm. go yep and 15 led to 30 minutes so on and so forth past examination and <laughs> From there, just it flowed out. Just got my personal training thing. I didn't start at a commercial gym like most trainers do. Mm -hmm. I went straight to private. And I never understood why you said that to me, but now it all makes sense. Yep. Why? What well, makes sense about it? Let me hear well, this. Well, Let me see if he's learned anything here. <laughs> all right. So pretty much what makes sense about it is you say one model and you say it often. Who you surround yourself with is who you become. Yeah. So pretty much when I started training at a private gym, I thought the clientele was going to be handed to you, but wasn't. Mm, nope. what, what, not so once. So I was like, all right, cool. Started going out there, telling people about myself. Sure enough, started getting clients. As the years went by, been blessed, got clients here and there. I thought about, like, why did Mike set me up at a private? And it made sense. Yeah. Who you surround yourself is who you become. So when I People usually at private facilities are the elite out of 24, golds, whatever case may be, what gym they came from. Mm -hmm. They're considered the master trainer. Yeah. So if I'm around master trainers all the time, I'm going to learn what master trainers do. Yep, 100%. Without not even knowing it. Yep, that's good. And sure enough, I started adapting to that and mm. surpassed them. Yeah. And little did I know it all made sense. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, shoot, that, that's like... That's the, it sucked at the beginning. No yeah. income, no, no nothing. No income, yep, hustling clients. Left LAX, yep. freaking worked at a vitamin shop, three jobs. It was, I was like, oh, yep. trying to pay a Corvette I couldn't afford. <laughs> and sure enough, yeah. it happened, and it started making sense. Yeah, for but sure. But what I found out of it was fear. Mm. 
I was fearful of not making it, but the only person to blame was myself. Because I'm now my own boss. Yeah. I don't have no one to tell me what to do. I don't have no one to tell me when to wake up. Yep. It's all on me. And these little things started paying, like, it started adding up. Okay, this makes sense. This mm -hmm. makes sense. And when you said who you surround yourself with is who you become, yeah. I started becoming who I wanted to be. But once I felt I was content, I would hit you up. Hey, can I come to Vegas? Yeah. And you'll humble me right off the bat again. Mm. Hey, this isn't this. Have you done this? Have you done this? And yeah. it's kind of like you checked yeah. me. You know, like, like what's right. next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yep. that that pretty much was a life changing. And I still go by that motto. It's like, um, I think this uh, this one philosopher said it: uh, Confucius. Mm. Those they say they can, and those they say they can't, are both usually right. Yep, they're both right. Yep, exactly. So I learned from that. And one yeah. of the things I get off you, like, I want to know a little bit more in detail is mindset mm -hmm. through your thick and thin yeah. out of all your journeys of like phase one northwest hawaii and now this one mm -hmm. yeah how do you keep your mindset always like because the reason why i ask that question is again i feel blessed that every time i send you a message or send you a dm i get a response within mm -hmm. an hour yeah but i know how busy you are yeah yep. what how's your how do you control like organize your mindset um, I, I think the, I think the number one thing would be is to never lose sight of what the goal is. Like whatever the number one focus is, you have to keep that as the priority. Um, I think that's, you know, the starting point of it. So for me, when I'm going through so much and so busy and all over the place and dealing with finances and numbers and staff and trainers and payroll and all the other craziness, you know, I make sure that throughout that process, even when I feel like the stress is getting a little heavy and it's getting a little crazy. I'll always make sure to separate, close my eyes, go back to the basics. Why are you doing this? What's the bigger goal? What are you trying to accomplish? What purpose is this serving? And I think that really helps, like helps you mentally stay strong through the ups and downs. You know what I mean? And then I think the other side of that is being a, a athlete. I love the athlete mindset. So I look at business just like you would look at a game. You know what I mean? If it's baseball, if it's football, whatever the sport is, if it's if it's football, I don't care how, you know, how bad it may be going. You may be down by 40 points, but if there's still a clock and time on the clock, the game's not over. So I look at business the same way. Sometimes I'm up, killing it, winning, making crazy money. And then other times I'm like, I don't know what just happened. Boom, rock bottom. But I'm still competing. You know what I mean? So I think the mindset is, you know, never be too high, never be too low control it, stay right in the middle, but mainly never lose sight of what the, the number one purpose or goal or why you even started in the first place. Make wow. sense? Yes, sir. Yep. And that's what keeps you motive throughout the whole journey. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. Cause you got to see it. So, and, and for me, you know, I'm competitive, but in a good way, meaning I'm, I'm very competitive with, you know, other trainers. I'm, I'm competitive with people in the industry, but in a positive way, not in a way like, you know, we're talking crap or downgrading. No, just more like, man, I love what you're doing. It, it inspires me. So I mean it like in the most positive form, you know. So for me, I'm always thinking, how do I, how do I level up? How do I go? How do I jump five spots ahead of everyone else in the industry? You know what I mean? Like even people that I care about, I still want to be better than you. Like you know yeah. that. Like people who are close to me, they know. I'll yeah. give you business advice and all that, but in my head, I'm like, <laughs> you'll never be good as me because I am the best. But yeah. that's a mindset. Exactly. You know, see what I'm saying? But by keeping that mindset, it makes you always kind of 
try to put yourself a step ahead. I look at it as like when I first started phase one in 2003, I was pretty much the only person in Vegas that was doing what I was doing. It was people that were training speed agility in the parks. But when I started opening up a location, brick and mortar, athletes in and out, performance training only, it was the first in the city. Now, fast forward however many years, and now there's 20 of them in the city. They're everywhere. You know what I mean? So when I was first to market or first to the city, it was easier. And I was just getting a a head start. You know, I look at myself like I'm I'm Nike. You know what I mean? I'm out ahead of everyone. Even when Reebok started getting popular, Under Armour came out of nowhere. But guess what? Dominantly, we all still lean towards Nike. (laughs) So I wanted to be that. And then even with this Phase 1 Elite location, it was another chance for me to sit and say, okay, we're all doing this now. You know, people are caught up. You know, they're caught up. Now athletes, families are coming in going, oh, yeah, we're going to go check out this place, and then we're going to go check out this place, and then we'll come check your place out, and then we'll decide where we're going to train. That tells me that we're back all in the same playing field again. Okay. Which means I got to change something. So after some brainstorming, some ups and downs, some lefts and rights and goods and bads, ended up with the phase one elite concept. Condensing it down, more concierge, more boutique style, more individual attention, more um, offering more resources, more service, more recovery, uh, specialized training only, no big classes. Just took it all the way back to a took it to a place that kind of was where we started, but also a place that everyone else had got away from. So now the same parent that's going to three or four different locations, when they get to our location, they like, this is it. How do I know this is it? Because it's private. I really get to interact. My my son or daughter now, uh, Mike becomes one of their mentors. Like he's in the environment. It's not just fifty kids in a class or people in and out. I know every athlete's name. I know exactly why they're here. You know, everyone has an app where I can communicate with them directly at any time, just for motivation. So they're really a part of something. We just added uh, mental training, so we have a, a um, mental coach coming in doing some mental training once a week. Oh, so wow. like these are things that are like, guess what? Love y'all. Oh, wow. Love the competition. Anything you need, Mike is always an open book. But guess what? I'm about to jump three more steps ahead. I can still see y'all in my rear view, but I'm I'm ahead. I'm first. I I want y'all to catch me because you know what's going to happen as you catch me? It's going to make me want to go further. When did you realize Mm -hmm. that that you had to, like, change the motto of a little bit? Um, Probably about, I think, coming out of COVID. You know, I think COVID really shook everything up because we had a lot of very good momentum going into COVID. Um, And then when we came out, we never completely recovered, meaning, um, for example, before COVID, our speed agility quickness class might have 30 kids, 35 kids, like like crazy numbers, packed, energy great, kids working their butt off. So we had like monthly memberships, a couple hundred bucks for classes. So we had all that. Right. And then COVID happened. And then when we opened back up, of course, parents and people weren't super comfortable putting their kid back in a class with 30 other kids when people okay. are still scared of COVID and not knowing what's going on. So I noticed that a class that would have 30, 35 is now down to 10, wow. 15, six. And it's like, so you start to see that repeatedly and you give it time, but then you start thinking, okay, COVID, I think woke everyone up, put people in a different mindset. People started realizing that a lot of stuff they can do on their own. A lot of stuff they can figure out. You know, that's when every home online training program got popular. So now people are like, oh, I'm just going to do this. So that's when the the wheels started turning on. Okay, everything's getting all kind of out of place. How do I get back to the front? You know what I mean? Now I'm just in the mix. 
I want to be in the front. So phase one elite was basically my version of, guess what? Back in the front. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can do your Peloton. You can do all that stuff. Yeah, I get exactly. it. But when you're ready for, like, real high-level performance training, uh, when you're ready to be able to ask anyone any type of question about mental training, about performance, about nutrition, um, all of it. When you get hurt and you need a therapist, we got it all right here. Yep. You know what I mean? So now it's like we're back. We're there. Yep. You stepped it up. Yeah, yeah. Number one spot. And it's all within the positivity. Because mm-hmm. that's one of, like, I think – you being as my mentor was more than just like a, I guess, just a mentor itself. Because like, what I've learned from it, a lot of people can't take constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And for your, yep. the way you structure, like everyone's like, oh, I have a mentor, this and that, and mentor is always positivity, this. But it's like, nah, like you have, like, not saying that, no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. So there's this story that um, I tell a lot of people that. I drove three and a half. I live from Monrovia, Mike's hometown, roughly like three, three, three and a half hours. Yeah. And I drove out here just to get a seat. I came all positive, pumped up. Oh, I want to see my mentor, Mike. <laughs> and I brought one of my uh, my boys at the time. I was like, oh, dude, he's the cool man, blah, blah, blah. You can't wait for you to meet him. He's like, I was just hyping him up. And then Mike was busy that day. Like, he was slammed at phase one. I remember he yeah. still... Hey guys, like check it out. Yeah, you like, guys chill. can get a little workout in. Yeah, I remember Come that. back after. I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. So we got a little grind in, and we went back in the office, and I'm still pumped up. Like, oh, Justin, wait, wait till you meet Mike. And then we sat down, and then me being me, I'm just like, hey, yo, Mike. So like, out of curiosity, like, what do you rate my performance? <laughs> and you just gave me this face, like straight up, and you're just like, I see, because you lacking this, this, and this. You were you were good at the start, but then you got too content and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and. I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then just kind of brushed it off and then the drive back, with all due respect, Justin was just like, is that is that still bothering you? He gave me a fucking seat. Yeah, like, yeah, you're like, And he's like, well, take that as motivation. He's yeah. telling you that because he cares for you. Yeah, he sees more than what you have. Yeah. He, sees a, he sees a lot of potential in you, kid, but you're just, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Came back and then went basically straight back to the basics yeah started um getting more knowledge in myself spending 30 mm. minutes more on yeah. my craft yeah learning about anatomy physiology different workouts okay why does mike keep saying posterior chain kinetic chain unilateral movements accessories and um you know compound movements in each platform of an exercise yeah. depending on the athlete mm. and i went down and started like clicking yeah. started watching That's more good. videos and That's stuff good. like that so now every time I feel like if I get some sort of like content of happy where I am, I think about it. You still see. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. still see. You know, and, and but here's the thing, though, that you got to always remember. The, the, the gift is this. If you have a mentor and you're a mentor, coach, whatever you want to call it, and if everything they pushed your way is all positive, all like high fives and you know what I mean? That means one they're not really evaluating where you're at. They're just running off of energy, which is fine because some people need hype. I'm not like a hype person. Like when I go to an event, I don't want rah-rah and hype. I want information. You know what I mean? I want to leave with something that's valuable. You know what I mean? I don't need the hype. I don't need the speech. I don't need the balloons dropping out the ceiling. I don't need any of that. I need what's going to make me better. You know, so I think that's how I approach it as a mentor but I think what makes it easy is it's also how I approach it personally. Like, if you listen to my meetings with myself, 
you'll think I'm being nice to you. Oh, wow. Man, I go in on myself. Like, literally, I have notes. I have a vision. I have a vision statement that, or not a vision statement, but uh, I call it like just a, um, the vivid vision. So I have a vision of literally exactly where phase one should be, where elite should be, where it should be in 90 days. You know what I mean? Where it should be in 12 oh, wow. months, where it should be in three years. And guess what? We're, we're almost at 90 days. We're at like 45, 48 days right now. We're at 48, and I'm not, I haven't hit my goal. So guess what? I've been cussing myself out for the last two weeks. Like, you better get it together. What are you going to do? You got less than 30 days before you hit 90. Are you giving up on your goal? What's your goal look like? How close are you? What, did you change anything? Or are you just looking at it like, I don't know if I'm going to hit it? This is me talking to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is me going, what are we doing? So now I wake up, and I got a choice to make. Okay, do I just accept it and then at 90 build my own excuse? Well, I got close. Because if I'm just a positive mentor, someone's going to go, yeah, high five. I mean, you were sure, but you got there. Bullshit. No. I didn't hit it. (laughs) This was the goal. I didn't make it. What happened? Now I got to analyze that and break that down and figure it out. And right now, literally the last two weeks, that's all I've been doing is trying to figure out why I'm off, what I could do to get on. And literally, I've already started implementing that. Now it's me against the clock, which also gives me energy to wake up every morning and run fast. Because it's like I got less than 15 days to literally try to figure this thing out and to hit my goal. Because at the end of 90 days, I promised myself this is where I was going to be. Will I make it? I have no clue. Will I take the shot? Hell yeah, I'm taking yeah. the shot. If, I, if the shot go in, we celebrate. If it don't, it's all right. But at the end of the day, my point is I'm not going to let myself even off the hook. So it's no way I'm going to let somebody I'm mentoring off the hook. Especially if you really consider me a mentor. Exactly. I'm not doing you a I'm not doing you a, a service if I just oh man no you're looking good everything's perfect just keep doing what you're doing man you're all good you would have got back in your car and been like all right I guess I'm good I, yeah, exactly no no it's always exactly. something you know what I mean I look at it like this the reason the reason Phil Jackson Michael Jordan Phil Jackson Kobe Bryant these are two great players that were going to be great regardless right but guess what. They also got coached to greatness. Phil Jackson helped develop both of those dudes that are considered the best to ever play. You see what I'm saying? Do you think he coached them by saying, oh, don't worry, MJ, you, it was perfect. You're the, you're the GOAT. Don't worry about it, man. Just We'll see you tomorrow. Nice game. No. He was in there on the board going, what the hell was this shot? Why'd you do this? Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. You didn't see him in the wing? Why you didn't, why you didn't make that pass? He's coaching them. And this is considered the best basketball player to ever play. Phil Jackson would have been doing him a disservice if he'd have went, I got MJ. I'm just going to let him do whatever he wants to do. We wouldn't be talking about MJ because he wouldn't have been that good. (laughs) He wouldn't have been as good as he, as he ended up being. So that's where I look at it. Speaking of that, since you brought up like the Kobe Bryant, MJ and all that, I'm curious on something. When I've been asked this question numerous of times, like, Oh, why do you find fitness? or becoming a, a private personal trainer so fascinating because mm-hmm. I believe no one actually knows the actual potential of what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is I can go in myself on a motivated day, pumped up, everything's looking good, great mm-hmm. day, positivity. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, let's go. Get the grind in, yeah. pump it. And for a prime example, I don't know, let's say squats. Yeah. I'll pump in well, 135, 10 squats, boom, boom, and I call it a day. Look at my little eye watch. Oh, okay, cool. Boom, it's going. Mm-hmm. But that same intensity, that same type of, like, feel I have, but I work out with you. Mm-hmm. And 
something just comes out more. Because mm-hmm. I have you just, wah, 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 like, yeah. Ronaldo, hey, this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, shoot. Or the case may be for any mm-hmm. individual, like, I don't feel like working out today. But then they see this, I don't know, like, or a girl, whatever the case may be. Oh, they see a, a guy they like or a female. Yep. Oh, and then out of nowhere. Yep. It's like you get something out of yourself mm-hmm. more when you're being coached. Mm-hmm. And where I started um, getting into more, because, again, I watch your videos, is mindset. I see what you tell these athletes. Because mm-hmm. I started noticing it, what you saw in me out of that letter of a C when I started seeing these young kids, these ladies, these men train, they have the capability. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I see it now. You don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it clicked. I'm like, that's exactly what Mike's been trying to tell me yep. this whole time. It's right there. It, it's right there. It's mm-hmm. just stop being lazy. Yep. Don't You can't fear yourself mm-hmm. and get after it. So with the self-talk <laughs> said, because I see you do a lot of uh, self-talk. Yeah. How have you noticed that helped your business? Tremendously. Um, self-talk, big. I actually still need to do it even more because I think there's it's unlimited. Um, meditation in the mornings. Oh, wow. You know, and, and, and when I say meditation, I'm no yogi by any means, so I'm not talking about, like, freaking sitting down with my finger <laughs> legs crossed and nothing floating or anything crazy. I'm just talking about closing my eyes and trying to block out all thoughts. And I literally, kid you not, I'm not even embarrassed to say it, I do it for five minutes because that's about as far as I can go before I'm, like, okay. a bad kid and I have to get up. So I set my little iPhone, my my timer on five minutes. I turn it off, flip it over, and I just close my eyes, and I just try to release every thought, not have any concerns. And, and sometimes in the first minute, I might say a prayer just to kind of, like, release and just kind of get something out, and then I just try to sit in silence, right? So I've learned that it's really the mind is really the only limitation to anything that we do. It's the only limitation, there's no physical limitations. We don't even know what our bodies are capable of, even in 2022. Exactly. We don't know. That's why records are getting shattered and people are accomplishing stuff that we're like, oh, I never thought anyone, you know what I mean? If you go back to the first mile under four minutes, these are like, since the beginning of time, we have surpassed everything that we were considered a limitation or a ceiling or a roof. We're past it. So I have to ask myself, there's athletes. Uh, let's go back to Kobe, for example. Kobe, one of the greatest athletes. Now, Kobe had the gift, had the talent, had everything. He had the work ethic. But the number one thing that he had, and I'm so glad all these videos are starting to come out, the number one thing that he had was what? It was the mental. It was his mindset, his mentality. That Mamba mentality was a real thing. It wasn't a cliche, cool thing to put on a shirt. It's a Mamba mentality. Anytime I'm here to get better, I am a snake, and I'm out to kill I am his venom. That was his mindset. That's why he was so competitive. That's why he didn't get along with most of his teammates. The number one issue he had with his teammates was he wanted more out of them than they wanted out of himself. That was the number one thing. It'd be like if me and you were in the same gym. At some point, you're either going to accept what I'm saying and get better, or you're going to be like, dude, I'm so tired of Mike like telling me what to do and what I'm not doing, and, but then it's going to mess you up because I'm going to be telling you it, but then you're going to be watching me do it. Exactly. So it creates a conflict in your mind where you're like, I want to tell this dude to leave me alone, <laughs> but I'm watching him grind and he's older than me and this and that. Exactly. So that's what creates it. So I think mindset to me is literally the number one thing. And I think we don't spend enough time developing it. 
which is why I try to incorporate it into my training. You know, when we get done with our Saturday hill training, we do visualization meditation out on the hills in the park. Oh. You know, so I try to incorporate that stuff because I think it's that important. And and not to, to you know, talk for another 15 minutes straight, but I'm going to give you a, a long story and make it short. I understood self-talk and, and uh, you know, kind of the, met, the mindset. I understood it clearly. It happened in one day. It was when I went to watch Floyd Mayweather train. Oh, yes. I think I told, yes. might have told you that. Yes. That was the one day that, I, that it all, like, Clicked. snapped. I was like, oh, snap. So for those that may have not heard the story, I'll just give you a brief description. I got the opportunity to go watch uh, Floyd train and get ready for a fight. I don't even know who he was fighting, but... He was 50 and 0, so it doesn't really matter. He won at the end of the day. Um, but what happened was we're in there. When I got to, the, to his um, boxing gym, um, which right here in Las Vegas, when I got there, there was, like, cameras and everybody was there. HBO, it was like, you know, I mean, it was back in the day when even 50 Cent was there, some other artists. It was just like a freaking show. Uh, he pulls up. He's in the Bugatti. His friend's in another Bugatti. And then there's five Phantoms and the whole thing, the whole show. So they pull up to the gym. He jumps out. I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, I had met him before, so it really wasn't about the meeting Floyd or anything. It was just more like I just want to watch him get busy and train. So anyway, camera's in his face. He's talking. I mean, you, everyone knows he talks. He's talking. He's, I'm the best ever. I don't even know why he wants to fight me. He can't handle this speed. And he's hitting the bags and doing all the stuff, and he's just talking the whole time. Camera right here. He's looking at the camera while he's hitting the speed bag talking to the camera, da, 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 da. and it's like the most arrogant, cocky stuff that you can say. He's saying it to this camera. Then he has the thing in the gym that you guys are probably familiar with, the hard work dedication. At any time he yells out hard, hard work, everybody in the gym has to yell out dedication. It's like literally a ritual. You ha if you don't say it, you almost feel like an outcast. So anytime he's training hard work, you hear everybody, dedication. Echoes through the building. You're like, damn, that was cool because it's programming. So what was crazy is we said I watched him train. This is probably an hour and a half, two hours in. About the two-hour mark, all, everyone started to leave. 50 Cent, his crew were out. The uh, HBO cameras left. Everybody just kind of left. It's down to about four or five people in this whole gym. Me, my boy Nate, Floyd, a couple trainers, one or two boxers in the corner doing their own thing, and that's it. And Floyd was still talking as aggressively, as loud, as loud, and as much as he was talking when that camera was there. He's still oh. on the bag. Boom. Oh, he can't take that body shot. He can't take that. And there's nobody listening. And I sat there and went, oh, shh. He was not talking to the camera. He was not even talking to us. He was talking to himself. He's programming his mind to go in that ring, and it's impossible for him to lose. Oh, wow. And how do I know that? Because he would say it over and over. And I've never heard an athlete say it with that level of conviction, with that level of aggressiveness to say it like, I will not lose. It's no way he can beat me. It's imp he cannot beat me. Imagine saying that for three months. You could be in the ring and you could take a, a shot that damn near lays you down. But in the back of your head, that was a good shot. But I know you can't beat me. Think about it. Mosley, oh, all the great fighters that he's fought that caught him, exactly. boom, and stumbled him. But his brain couldn't even understand losing. So he figured it out and stayed on his feet and got the win. Mindset. So more of the story is get your mind right. Oh, wow. <laughs> but think about it, though. Think sure. about it. Because everyone thinks 
you know, not to talk about Floyd all day, let's make this the Floyd Mayweather episode. But at the end of the day, everybody thinks Floyd, oh, he's cocky, he's arrogant, he's this, he's that. And that is a part of who he is. But what people don't realize, because they don't understand mindset, self-talk, training, that's what he's doing. That's why he was great. He wasn't doing it to prove to you that he was cocky or that he was good. He didn't want to prove to Mike that he was the best boxer ever. No. I already know I am. So what you think is irrelevant. And I think that's why he didn't even mind having so many haters and so many people that loved him because it didn't matter. Exactly. I wasn't doing it for either one of you. I'm not doing it for people that love me and I'm not doing it for the haters. I'm doing it for me because I want to be the best to ever lace up gloves. And it goes similar to like, I guess, two other athletes in, in two different sports. Like, look at the same um, the same concept about Kobe Bryant. People used to, like exactly what you just yep. said earlier. A lot of people couldn't understand the man because yep. he's like this, this, and the same with Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have him in an interview. It's the same thing. Like, oh, so he's like, why are you asking? I'm the best soccer player. Yeah. And Final. Like, and they kind of look like, uh, yeah, but, like, but it's uh, like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm the best. It's soccer nothing player. to talk about. Why do you still want to question. talk about it? Yeah. Like, it's so, like confusing. Like, what is wrong with you? I think it was just a blessing you actually saw that live. Yep, that, that's what made it click. And so from that point, it really made it clear how important it was. And then it also just made me think, if you can get your mind, the stronger you can get your mind, the stronger you can get everything connected, what is the limitation? We never know. Exactly. This dude went undefeated for 20 years. Who's to say it wasn't just 100% his mind? And here's the good thing about when you get your mind out in the result, the work all comes along with it because the more you feed yourself the positive self-talk and who you are going to be, the more you com- you feel conviction about who you are and who you are becoming, the more you are willing to work. When you're just trying to be the cocky athlete, you're not putting in the work typically. You just want to be the one. You're, you're feeding off arrogance. You want people to love you, so you're going to try to act a certain way. No. The great athletes, Kobe didn't care. When he was in the gym, when when the stories you hear about him where he tell everybody, meet me at the gym at 3 o'clock, and exactly. they walk in, and he's been there for two hours already. Yeah. And he's like, what, you think I'm going to let y'all work the same way I work? No. Yeah, yeah I'm always be here before you, and I'm going to stay after you. Dude, we're on the same team. What's wrong with you? Exactly. <laughs> well, injury or non-injury as well. Don't even matter. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Torn Achilles, and he goes out there to shoot free throws. So the, the time... Being that you saw Mayweather do that, mm-hmm. and you incorporated that into your training, more or less your clients. Yeah. Because I, I, I noticed that you're one of the few that um, when you train, you do self-talk with, among yourself. Yeah. When you're out there in the gym, yeah. like I, yeah, I can tell, like, headphones or no headphones, you're just like, come on, come yeah. on. Like, you're, kind of, like, you're getting pissed at yourself. Yeah. And I gravitated towards that, and some of my clients... Like, when I do ask permission, like, hey, is it okay if I work in with you this session? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, coach, hey, can you work out with me this session? I'm like, yeah, by all means, let's, let's get yeah. this grinding. And I'm like, I hey, just let you know I'm going to try to zone out. And they think it's funny at the beginning. I'm like, no, I'm serious. I'm going to yeah. zone out. Within this one hour, like, like yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm not really, I'm just going to zone out. And I start talking to myself. Yeah. And Maybe. they find it funny, like, hey, yo, coach, like, all right? Uh, and I'm like, good? what? Like, like, yeah, I'm good. What's up? You know, there's a couple words I don't want to say, but I'm like, come on. Like, and then yeah, yeah. just to push yourself a yeah. little bit more, but I'm like, no, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It really literal, is literal a thing. thing. Yeah. No, and, and, and I think you have to have some of that. See, and the thing is, I think really for most people that work out, it comes down to why. You know, why do you do it in the first place? You know what I mean? I think that's 
I think a lot of people don't start with that question. And so they end up just going through the motions and, and getting what I call time served. I've been working out for six months. Okay, well, what have you gotten out of that? Has your body changed? Were the results different? Are you faster? Are you more explosive? Like, is there any, can we say anything after that? Exactly. Or can we just say you worked out for six months? You know what I mean? So I think if more people would start with their why, they're even doing something. Why are you even with the trainer? Why are you training? Why are you even doing it? Whatever you're doing, even on your own, at home, whatever. Why? Because a lot of times we just go off of what we think we're supposed to do without really understanding why we're doing it, and there's a big disconnect. And that's where it becomes very hard to get everything out of a workout session. If you don't know why, somebody that's hyping themselves up and in the zone during the workout, now it becomes like, what the heck's wrong with that dude? It's because you don't even know why you're here. You're just here because you paid a trainer. Exactly. <laughs> what does that exactly. mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so I think, you know, I think that's number one with any athlete is you should always know your why. I think for me personally, and I'll say this for trainers, entrepreneurs, people, you know, that are done playing or whatever, um, for me at 44, I really train hard for one reason. I literally train hard to prepare myself mentally and physically for the challenges and ups and downs that come with life, business, personal, stress, relationships, all these things that come and affect us. I use my training time to prepare myself and my simple thought process is if I could push myself to the limit and survive and get better and get stronger and not break, what can you do to me? You can't do anything to me. You know what I'm saying? Think about sure. it. It's it's like it's like uh, the old eight mile movie with Eminem. That's why he got up there in the freestyle and said, "Yep, I'm white. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that." Yeah. He said he everything. I'm poor. Yeah. I'm from the trailer park. Yeah. Now what? And he had nothing to rap about. Like, oh snap! <laughs> Same thing. So if I yeah. go in here and I beat myself up and I put the weight on there that I know I might not be able to get it, but I'm gonna try. And if I fail, whatever, I'm gonna try again next week. I'm going through all that. And then when the weight of the world drops on me, I'm like, I can come on. I push myself harder than that. Exactly. Yeah, it's stressful, but I'll get through it. Yeah, I just, you know, lost a close fan. Yeah, I'll get, you know, we'll get through it. It'll be good. So it's preparation. So I think for me and for anybody that trains, if you understand your why, what you're really trying to accomplish in that training, you know, why are you even doing it, that will lead to being able to get in that zone and being able to show up and yeah. really go hard and be competitive. And I don't care what it is. I want to be a Division One soccer player. Okay. Is that why you're training? Yes. Okay, so now I should be able to rip you open and you should say thank you. Exactly. I needed that. You know why? Because I know by you pushing me that hard, it's going to get me to my goal, which is what? Division One soccer. Exactly. And if the goal is not real, you're going to crack anyway and you're going to make it three weeks and you ain't coming back. Oh, yeah. And then we know you'll never play Division One soccer <laughs> ever. And the whole <laughs> mindset besides all that, is just it's fascinating to me that when you when you train, it's a practice too to get to that point. Yes, it's not no overnight thing. It's no. like like you said. I love how you you uh, implemented about how it is in life because mm -hmm. in fitness you envision a muscle in a way you want it. Mm -hmm. I don't know social media. All I want to look a certain structure, but it's like life. You envisioned mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It's not there yet. Yeah. yeah you got to yeah, work, yeah. work, work, you work, work. And then finally you might get a little inch and you get all pumped mm -hmm. up. Like, oh, man, my arm got that much bigger. Yeah. But yeah. it's like life. You, but the way you envision uh, phase one elite, mm -hmm. it's yeah. like down the line. But, okay, Arnaldo's going to be like this, this. You gave me like a little glimpse of it. Like, yeah. this is how I'm going to have it. Mm -hmm. And now that I walked in the door, 
it's almost like a sense of chills because I'm like, I've heard it before. Mm -hmm. It's almost like deja vu. Yeah. Arnaldo, it's going to be like this, this, and this, this. And right when I walked in, I'm like, damn, it's a reality. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you what what um, I'm working on still, and I'm even in this moment, I'm still working on it. Um, so I've always not been good at celebrating. Like, oh, you open a new gym. Let's have a party. Let's do this. Let's celebrate, right? Which, rightfully so. You reach a landmark or, you know, accomplish a goal. Typically, you think, celebrate, right? Which I think is beneficial. I think it's good. I think it gives you energy. I think all of it happens. But I've always wondered why I don't do it. All the things that I've done over the 20 years, I've rarely ever really celebrated any of the success or any of the whatever people would consider is a good move, whatever. So this Phase 1 Elite facility was the first time that I ever, that I figured out why. Never knew why. Even, why don't you, oh, you want to do something? You open it. I'm like, and I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm going back oh, up there wow. to finish putting together this equipment. I'm good. I don't need to go to the pool and take shots and celebrate, which is fun. But I was just, it's not me. Or I wouldn't even say it's not me. It just didn't make sense. Like, there was no reasoning behind it. Like, what am I, why am I celebrating? So when I opened this one, right, so when I had the vision of Phase 1 Elite, now everything was done, and it was, like, finalized. I was like, okay, I'm opening this gym. I found this space that we're in. We had to do build-out. We had to do all kind of stuff. So I started um, sketching everything out. So I literally got paper, and I can't even draw, so it was like a ruler and a pen and all kind of lines. But I started sketching out the exact facility um, where, I like, this office, this studio we're sitting in was designed on piece of paper exactly the way it's sitting right now. The turf... The machines, exactly where they're at, is exactly where I put them on the piece of paper back in oh, January, wow. February, and we didn't open till July. I made a couple of tweaks in there. I tell people, this building, the entire layout of this building, when I walked this building and I saw it for the first time, right now, everything in this building is about 95% exactly where it was on my paper, and I have the papers. I literally oh, have it. Wow. So you can see it, cryo, square that I drew that was like where the cryo is. Um, and it's crazy. The only 5% that was off my two racks, my two squat racks, I didn't think I had enough room to put them facing this way. So I had them facing sideways. I had them one facing that way, one facing that way. And then the dumbbells in the middle. And when I got here, I was like, Oh snap, I can put them all in a line. So I did them in a line. That's part oh, of the 5%. Okay. Literally. It's like spinning it. Yeah. 90 degrees. So you had room. Yeah, it was there. I just oh, didn't okay. know I had room because okay. of my architectural skills. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and then and then um, the uh, glute helm raise, you know, the glute helm raise machine or whatever. I ordered a nice rogue one that I love, and I love glute helm raises, um, but it didn't fit. It was like too bulky and too big, and it threw off the flow of the gym. So I had to sell it. Oh, so wow. I got rid of it. So those two racks and that one machine are the only thing that changed in the way I laid it out on paper months before it even opened, way before the turf was here, way before everything was here. So going back to, to, to the point of me learning why I don't celebrate things. So when I put that together and then created it, went through the process, waited on the turf, met with the contractors, did all that, came in here every single day for two, three months while they're building and changing and wiring and doing all that crap, did all that, 
And then on July 17th, I think it was, no, July 16th was the grand opening. When we got to the grand opening, I walked in and everything was exactly the way I laid it out. Everything was done. Everything was good to go. When I, when people walked in for the grand opening, everybody was going crazy. Like, oh, this is crazy. I love it. Da, 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 da. And then a couple people close to me are like, what's up, man? You don't even seem excited. I'm like, no, I'm good. No, I'm excited. They're like, dude, are you like, dude, this is big. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. They're like, but you don't seem excited. You know why? I had already seen it. When we opened on July 18th, it was old to me. I had seen it six months ago. Oh, Everyone man. else saw it when they walked in for the grand opening. So they saw it and went, whoa. I saw it and went, it's done. So your excitement was within the sketch. Yeah. I was more excited in when January. I drew it up in January than when I opened it. Because if you, if you really use your mind and really visualize what you want and you really take the time to commit time and effort to visualizing and seeing it and writing it on paper and detailing it out and throwing that one away and changing some stuff, if you do that, you've already seen it. Just like people mm. always tell you, anything that's ever been made was made before you saw it. Exactly. This table was created. Somebody sketched this thing out, drew it up, put the legs, did all that well before they went to the freaking carpentry place or whatever and started building it. Wow. So the person that, that designed it, that wrote it, drew it up for the first time, when he saw it done, he just approved it. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly how I wanted it. Yeah. He's already been making the next one. And everybody else is, oh, look at this table. It's so crazy. Oh. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you guys go enjoy the table. I'm over here working on the next table. (laughs) Yeah. But he already saw it. Yeah. You know, so, so long story short, I've been trying to get better at celebrating. (laughs) So (laughs) it still hasn't worked, but I'm trying it. You know, that's what I never saw it in that spectrum, though. And it's true. Like, you do hear some of these stories from some of these great individuals. Like, oh, I knew I was going to be successful. Mm -hmm. And they're, oh, you're cocky. Not that I'm cocky. Like you said, they're programming their mind. Programming. That's exactly the best way to put it. And I think the the philosophy that you have, that you stated here in phase one, and I take it back to the hometown of Monrovia. Yeah. It is a little different. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel, not saying all, but, like, a lot of people are all into the social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to, like, gravitate and evolve into that. And I've been practicing, like, okay, post this, post mm-hmm. this. Getting more into those social media platforms. Yeah. But I bring in the mindset stuff. Like, what do you, oh, Vegas is different. They're just built different. I'm like, not that they're built different. They just don't take no shortcuts. They're just mm-hmm. going basic. They master the basics. Yeah. Here you try to jump too quick, like we're in the Hollywood area, like, yeah. oh, let's get famous now. Yeah, they He's like, nah, nah, I ain't gonna, yeah. let's yeah. go get the freaking fat burner or something like yeah, that. I'm like, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah, like, check like, it out. Like, chill, let's just show up tomorrow and then show up the day after that. And then, yeah. And it's just letting individuals know, like, look, be disciplined, be patient, and how bad do you really want mm-hmm. it? Like, yeah. it's not, it's not the days, like, it's like when they ask me, like, oh, how do you stay motivated? Yeah. Because motivated, I heard it's not real. I'm like, well, Motivation is like brushing your teeth. You got to do it every day. Yeah. And self-motivation is the best motivation. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't just be like, You can't wake oh, up every day days. hoping someone else does it for you. Yeah, Exactly. Gotta, I'm like, what keeps it. me going is, there's, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. like as much as you want to teach me business and you do, you give me the right advice, hey, Arnaldo, this and this and this. After this, you're going to be like, he ain't going to catch me. Yeah. And that's just coming from like a grateful way. Like he's yeah. not. Yeah. And then I know that. Mm-hmm. So then that motivates me. I'm like, I got to catch this yep, guy. Exactly. Like, before we mission. were here, but like, if I get any closer, yep, he's going to sense I'm that. I'm closing the gap. 
He's like, oh, this damn kid, man. Yeah. It's like, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's going to keep us just getting that much, pushing each other exactly. more. Exactly. And that's what it's about. It's about moving the culture forward, moving the, the industry forward. You know, people around me, we all can win. Like, I want to win with everyone. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. I want to win. I want to be the winner of the winners. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I want us all to all to win. And that's the different mindset. So that's exactly how you're supposed to take that. Exactly. If you don't take it that way, then you're not in the right place mentally. If you look at it like, oh, he's out there, I'll never catch that, and you just give up on it, then there's no need for us to meet no more. No, straight up. You should be looking like, because at the end of the day, you got to look at it simple. Anytime you have a mentor or coach or anything like that, you could balance it out and look at it as everything that I didn't do at your age or at the point or at that year or whatever mark you're at, if you can implement it five years, 10 years, 15 years earlier than me, you technically, at the end of this journey, should be further. Yeah. No, I ain't going to be no easy person to catch because I'm going to keep going. But my point is, think about, you're how old right now? 32. So you're 32, I'm 44. That's a 12-year gap, right? So if, So instead of you having to go through everything over the next 12 years, you can lean on me, pull out things that helped me along the last 12, and you could do it in three. You could do, even if you cut it in half, if you could learn what, I, what it took me 12, if you could learn it in six, you'll be six years ahead of me. So at some point, you're supposed to catch me. Yeah. But it's a mindset if that's what you want to do or not. And it's just a competitive <laughs> nature. Like yeah. when I trained your brother once, mm -hmm. that's when it hit me of how competitive you were. Because mm -hmm. again, like I used to, like I told you, Oh, I think Mike's so nice, blah, blah, blah. He's like, nah, like you, you, you'll get a, a taste of mm -hmm. him soon. Once, once he starts getting the hang of you a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, and I told your brother once, how competitive is he? I'm like, if we call, if I call that man right now and I tell him I'm going to beat him in 100 meters, <laughs> this dude will pretty much find a way to get down to Monrovia <laughs> to race me. I'll literally come to your city <laughs> with, like, with my track spikes. Yeah, and I looked at him, <laughs> I'm like, bro, you, you serious? He's like, I kid you not, if, let's, let's prep for a week. Let's just say a week. Mm -hmm. He's going to post anything on social media. I'm coming after you, bro. Blah, blah. I'm like, that serious? He's like, bro, he doesn't care. Like, he's like, you want me to say something up towards you? I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> he's, uh, but it, at that moment, like, when he told me that, I never kind of knew that yeah, side of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But he's like, no, no, you'll, you'll get to know that side yeah. of him because he's going to get to trust you a little bit more, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then right now when you said it, yeah, I take it actually as a compliment. Mm -hmm. That yeah. when you say like, hey, because you're trying to get me up to that same playing field as yourself. Yeah. But now it's to that point. I'm like, okay, kid, I'll help you get up there. Mm. But once we're that at that level, then it's going to be up to us. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who's the bigger, like, okay. And that's pretty much like yeah. what um, I've asked one of my friends. Uh, his name is Ryan Adams. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a trainer at uh, Hybrid, and he played in major leagues. Yeah. I'm like, if you were just to give me, like, an idea of how – the pros is because yeah. obviously you were blessed to be that one percent in the MLB. Mm -hmm. How is it? He's like, just imagine a clone of you, but that much better than you. Yeah, and everybody. And you think you're the best, but that clone is mm -hmm. that much better than you. Mm -hmm. He's like, you think you faster? He beats you by point yeah. something. And then he has that average. And next year there's a new one coming yeah. in. Yeah, a whole and new clone. Younger. You're like, oh Jesus, who's younger, that? more athletic, yep. bigger, throws harder, mm -hmm. and you got to keep your spot. Yep, and that's it. And, yeah, nice. and I thought about that. I'm like, oh, shoot, maybe that's the way Mike feels about me. Because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, he's a little hungrier, boom, boom. But it's motivating you mm -hmm. 
to be like, all right, kid, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at it, look at it simple. What's what's the laws of the jungle with lion tribe or lion families? There's a king lion that runs the pack until what? Until a young lion comes and takes him out. (laughs) And when he takes him out, guess what? Even the king goes, it's your your family. Go for it. Take it to the next level. So even in the the king lion's defeat, there's success. Because if he pushed that young lion to that degree, you see what I'm saying? It helped him get to a level. Now he's going to go way further than that first one. So now that pack should be more successful. Technically, right? Oh, wow. If I make you chase me and it takes you a long time to catch me, that means I'm making you work that much harder. Yeah. When you finally catch me, I can, in defeat, smile and go, keep running. We, we win. Because at the end of the day, it's a we. It's not a I. Exactly. We all going to lead the earth, and what are we taking with us? <laughs> the question is, what are we leaving? That, you see what I'm saying? And, man, and, and, by, and then by then, you'll have someone right on your bumper. So now it's how long will you be the king? Until someone tries to take you. Are you the king for one year, two years, three years? Are you going to make this little young lion chase you forever? And then one day he catches you and you shake his hand. And then be like, I'm here in the back. Let me know if you need me. He can run fast that way and then come back and ask you a question. Hey, I just ran into this way (laughs) up there. What should I do? Oh, yeah, just hide behind this and then that'll help you get that because that's how you hunt because he Okay, got it. <laughs> I'm back out. Because wow. the old one can't do it no more. He's got the wisdom, but he can't yeah. do it. So that's the that's my thought process. You know what I mean? And, and and that thought process, it keeps me competitive, yes. But it also keeps me humble and wanting to help and educate other people, people in this industry, people in business. That's why I enjoy it so much. Cause it's like I want you to, I want you to come after me. I want you to. I want you to be like, man, Mike, I'm about to. How many gyms you got? Three. I'm, I'm gonna have six. <laughs> well, sh- let's go. When you, how long, how long is gonna take you to get to six? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? You better be hurry up because now you just because you said six, I got three now. I'm about to. I'm thinking three more just so I can show you that I beat you to six and you. T- that's just a thought process. I might not yeah. even want six. But the <laughs> fact that you said six, yeah, I gotta get there before you. And if you beat me, guess what I'm gonna be at. The grand opening at number six, having the most fun and posting and telling everybody in the world, look at this. Look at what my dude created. Because I love it. You won. Yeah. Good job. Good job. You know, so that's the way I look at it, bro. That's it. That whole, I think this this whole conversation, too, just leads up to, like, I just find it fascinating about the mindset. Like, mm-hmm. the way we're just flowing about mind this and talking about professional athletes envision this it all just comes with the thought literally and all it's it. like when people like talk about it like you said i think it's one of the exercises people don't do enough of is train your mind no, most people don't do it at all it's simple as like reading a book mm-hmm. like i can't i visually don't read but i got an audible library mm-hmm. yep. and i know one of the things i do i'm like, okay what do i do on a daily basis a lot i drive mm-hmm. i commute i either go to freaking from the gym to Pasadena, from Pasadena back. And so whatever the case may be, okay, that's 15, 20 minutes, and obviously L.A. traffic, yep. listen to something. Mm-hmm. 100%. Listen. And I, I see the posts you be posting sometimes mm-hmm. about certain things, yeah. grow rich or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll listen to no, some of these. Always trying to keep something going, yeah. always trying to learn. Mm-hmm. I literally, 
I would say in my car, which I'm in my car a lot too, just kind of bouncing back and forth. Um, in my car, I would easily say 90 to 95% of the time it's a podcast. Yeah. It's a podcast. And and it's versatile. I mean, it's from business podcast to Louis Simmons, Westside Barbell to recruiting for sports and like yeah. it's just variety but it's always i look at it as okay I, and i love music but i think there's a time for music and i think me driving for 45 minutes it's not the best use of my time to just listen to music exactly. even though i love music <laughs> but what's going to be more productive listen to music for 45 minutes or learn something from some business owner, entrepreneur, somebody that's accomplished some success and ha- did some stuff. And all I need is one thing in that 45 minutes to go, oh, I've yeah. never done that. Oh, I'm going to try that. That could be a, a million-dollar decision right there. Exactly. But instead, I was listening to music. <laughs> but speak, speaking of music, okay, I know there's a lot of people talk about Tupac, mm-hmm. Nipsey. And I know you, as we can see, you love Jay-Z. Yeah, he's the best of all time but ever. There had, as much as I like, I'm like, okay, I did this once. I'm like, okay, I listened to some, some Nipsey. Mm-hmm. I listened to some Tupac. And I listened to some Jay Z, mm-hmm. and it's like, Nipsey was kind of like the upcoming rapper before mm-hmm. the tragedy, and then Tupac obviously, and mm-hmm. then Jay Z. But it's what they actually say in their lyrics. And that's the game, and it's kind of almost like a subliminal message. And that's what people miss. And I was like, because Mike has to like. I know you like Jay Z. I'm like, okay. He, yeah. I, obviously, in your posts, it's yeah. only obvious you put a lot of Jay Z. Right. Walking into the elite right now, you're bumping Jay Z. That's and just I was about like, okay, the like, only thing I listen to. I'm like, Mike likes Jay Z, yep. obviously. So, and he hasn't even had an album in years, <laughs> and I'm still like, but yeah. it's the simple, like the quotes you have. Yeah, it's like this one. I read it right away. You're not mm-hmm. a businessman. You're a business, and then man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's it. So so and people been. I've been having this argument and conversation for years (laughs) um so what people don't know is early on when i started phase one in 2003 um i started by searching no one in my family really had a successful business that i could be like hey i need advice or how do you get funding and all i just didn't know how do you set up a corporation i didn't have that i kept searching i had nobody in my circle there was nobody i could reach out to to help so for whatever reason I was listening to a lot of Jay-Z stuff and Rockefeller records back then. And and I was able to, while most people were listening to it to party, to have fun, you know, we're in college or fresh out of college. I'm 23, 24, whatever it was. So most people are listening to it like, yeah, let's go to the club. I realized that this dude was putting out information, not just music. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so like, I think back old songs, old. I'm talking about this is 2003, 2004. You know, him saying lyrics like, um, I smartened up and opened the market up. You're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, if someone would have told him that Hove would sell clothing, not in his lifetime because I wasn't in my right mind. But that's another difference that's between me and him. I smartened up and opened the market up. Uh, now it's one million, two million, three million, four. He's telling you what just happened. Most people just listening to the song. I'm going, wait, what? Open the market up. Boom. So back then, I'm like, okay, I need to make sure all my kids got branded shirts on. So I'm the first one at the swap meet putting logos on shirts, putting them on all my kids. Like, you a part of phase one. It's Rockefeller. You see what I'm saying? 
when 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 Rockefeller Records first got big, they had their little Rockefeller chain, and that was like the big thing. They give you the chain. <laughs> I didn't have no chain because I had no money, but I had the shirts. So when an athlete was signed, I'd be like, "Hey, here it is, y'all. He's getting his phase one shirt." Boom, and it'll be a shirt with the logo on it, limited edition. I'll tell them you only get it if you join. And so it became, they were a part of something, culture. You see what I'm saying? So so when you think of, you know, lyrics and artists, and if I'm going to spend my time listening to music, I just prefer to not listen to mumble rap, (laughs) to not listen to just how many people you done shot and how much dope you done sold, all that. I grew up. Well, you know where we grew up. I, no, yeah. I know people that did all that stuff. However, I don't want to listen to it all day. I don't want to listen to it at all. You know what I mean? So I'm going listen. That quote right there, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. man. Like, what are you talking about? Think about that. People, are you a businessman? No, I am the business. I am phase one. Yeah. I am the business. People look at it as it's separate. Oh, you own a business. No, I am the business. I'm making the decisions. I'm the marketing. I'm the voice. I'm the face. I'm the person behind it. I am the business. So I'm not a businessman. I'm the business, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's it. Then you look at this. Only two things get you through this. Patience and, and persistence. Love it. Got to be patient. So I looked at that. This is somebody that, and when we talk about positive uh, or mindset training, this is someone that literally said it, what, three, four years ago that, um, that he would be a billionaire. He said it literally in a song. He said, I got to reach a, a Billy first. Literally, he said that years ago, and he just became a billionaire, what, a year ago. Oh, so wow. two, three years later, guess what? He said it in a song, and everybody just thought it was a cool line. But now he's actually doing it. No, I was telling y'all what I was about to do. Man. You know what I mean? Like, literally, um, but it was the one, um, one million, two million, three. He said, you are now looking at a smart black boy. Mama ain't raised no fool. Put me anywhere on God's green earth and I triple my worth. What? Put me anywhere on God's green earth and I triple my worth. What's your worth? Your worth is your value. Your wealth, your name, your image. Put me anywhere on God's green earth. He said, I ain't even got to be in New York. Put me anywhere. And I'll triple my worth. Who's talking like that? Nobody's talking. And these lyrics are 20 years old. I love it. And today they make sense. And these are, these are, oh, this is dynasty. This is reasonable. These are old, old stuff. But it's the consistency of like, like hustle and motivate. Mm -hmm. You have to like listen to the lyrics of what he's actually. You have to. It's, Love it, and that's why, like, when you um, when I brought up Jay Z into the mix, because that's the first thing I saw in this room. Mm-hmm. I looked, I'm like, oh, I gotta ask this question because yep. it's mm-hmm. like yep. it got to the point where I'm like, oh, I've been, I'm not gonna lie, a little too nervous to ask. Well, we never really <laughs> had enough time because it's always like, oh, this brought up this, yeah, this, and this, so. and then I gotta go head back to Monrovia. But I'm like, there has to be something to Jay Z that might gravitate it to because success leaves clues. Yeah, and not saying like like you said. For everyone, it's something different. You, the message can be out there, but yep. it'll click different from someone else. Yeah, the, yep. Me personally, like I know some people that are like the the soft spoken, like hey, the educational. Mm. I need that like David Goggins yeah, aggressive, like, like yeah, like yeah. a lot of people don't mm-hmm. like it because oh, it's too much cursing. But for me, I pay attention. Yeah, like I use what you need. It's, it's like good. all right, cool. Like David Goggins gets my attention on certain things he says, and then. You being straight up, like the way you said, like Aaron, all the blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. 
So I did start listening to Jay-Z a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, like, now that you're educating me on certain mm -hmm. things, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Like, he's giving together. you clues, mm -hmm. but the rest of society or something, he's like, oh, yeah, let's go with the beat. But you're more like, oh, man, this guy's making sense. No, so you use an artist that you've never met. As a mentor. As a mentor that helped mm -hmm. you brand your yep. own phase one. Yep. Old, old verse. And I love it because it's life. He said, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of not trying. So oh. every day I hit every wave like I'm Hawaiian. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what? I literally stopped. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of not trying. So every day I hit every wave like I'm Hawaiian. What do you, I don't even know what the subject is. It's like, what are we doing right now? He's telling you, like, these are life principles. Hey, you, he said, you can't, be a, you can't be afraid to fall from the sky. So every day I'm not afraid of dying. I'm, it's literally, he's telling you, this is a mindset. Yeah. He's telling you, this is what it's going to be. And he's been doing it for years, years. And now that you see it, you know, in the newer stuff, you see the success and the billionaire status and what he's doing now. And, and you see all that. And to me, it's almost like I'm sure he probably feels he's not super. I'm sure he's not waking up having a party because he's a billionaire. He's like, yeah, I, I knew I was going to be a billionaire. Matter of fact, put on track 13. of my, I told you. Yeah. I told you. So you think you relate of his you. excitement kind of what you said earlier? about you envisioning Phase mm -hmm. 1 Elite since in January, but this yeah. man's been envisioning for years. Mm -hmm. I knew it was coming, just a matter yeah. of time. I, I think so. And I, and I think that, you know, I think he's another example of seeing it, believing it, investing the energy, time into it, and then ultimately accomplishing it. And that's why now, if you watch, he's not that elaborate. He's not that loud. He's real chill. He's not on social media. There's not, It's just like, this is just who I am and who I was meant to be. I was never doing it for you, so now that I'm here, it doesn't mean you're going to see me more. <laughs> it doesn't right. matter. <laughs> You'll probably see me less <laughs> because I'm there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that's, you know, and then what I liked about or what I still like about him is he also has that other edge, you know, that competitive, like, you know what I mean? Like, he has that side, too. Um, one or one I was just listening to, it was on, on the way here, matter of fact. And it's, uh, I forgot the name of it, but he said, um, he said, hey, hey, sucker. He said, hey, sucker dudes, whatever you are. I thought about you dudes when I was driving my car. I wonder if you dudes realize how far you are. You're nowhere in my rear mirror. <laughs> hey, sucker is wherever you are, I thought about you fools when I was driving my car. I wonder if you fools realize how far you are. You're nowhere in my rear mirror. Like, I can't even Man. see you no more. I'm like, if I'm a rapper, I'm <laughs> mad. If I'm a rapper, I'm like, all right, I got something for this dude. I'm coming at him. He's going to have to get rid of me. Oh, yeah. But it's a mindset. Think about that. That's a lyric. That's a verse that he put out just to make it clear. As a, when you when you first listen to like those verses, like how excited do you get like knowing that it's the truth? Like for you yeah. just to hear like those verses, like like 
I get that sense of excitement every time I drive out here to Vegas, mm-hmm. more or less, because it's like, it's an honor and it's a privilege to be like, okay, this man that I'm about to call my mentor, and we're about to get something going, I know I'm going to learn something successful. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what people don't understand, like, they always look at the, there has to be a negative in everything. Yeah. Like, oh man, you're driving three hours? I'm like, you don't understand these three mm-hmm. hours. It, I cut the three hours out of the picture. Yeah, no matter. It's the value that I'm getting yeah. within the time being from my mentor. Then I drive back. Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't even seem like three yeah. hours. And I'm like, it, time for me doesn't really like matter at that moment because yeah. that's the value that I'm getting within that time. Mm-hmm. Like learning about the artist and the lyrics and the way you perceive and you think about it, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Because yeah. it's the same excitement I get just having the honor to have this podcast because mm-hmm. yeah. I've, I've seen you, I've seen you excited yeah, and like you get more excited off of lyrics than opening up your gym. Cause that's how it got <laughs> And me it's here. that little, it's a little <laughs> verse. Cause you're like, bro, I know though like this, that's, but it's like, that's, that's what, what got it. you here. That's what did it. It's that mindset. It's listening to stuff like that. Repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. When things are bad, don't look like they're going to work out. Repeat it. Repeat it. When things are good and you're like, I'm top of the world, then you're like, no, I haven't really accomplished half of what I want to accomplish. Repeat it. Repeat it. You just keep going over and over. And it's like, you know, it's like a cycle. Like you have to, it's like a broken record. You have to play it over and over and over. As soon as you stop playing it, you'll feel yourself fall away from it. You got to put it back on. You got to play it. That self-talk, you got to say it every single day. You got to wake up in the morning and be like, I'm that shit. I'm about to get this day popping. Let's go. That's uh, it. The day you walk in the train, hey, I'm the best trainer. I don't care what y'all got going. I'm the best trainer. I don't, give, I don't care if I'm the best trainer for this hour or whatever it is. That's what I am. Hey, who, who's got the best gym in Vegas? Hey, well, I'm willing to go to war with whoever thinks they have. No. Who has the biggest brand in Vegas? Phase one sports. I can assure you right now, community-wide, Vegas edges to edges, phase one sports. Guarantee. If you polled 3,000 people and said, performance training, Jim, which one have you heard of? Phase one, whatever, 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 whatever. Guarantee you we'll have the highest rating. Guarantee you. But that's years of shirts and branding and lyrics that I've taken and developed different programs behind, multiple locations, kids getting scholarships, kids turning pro. That's years of it. So now it's like, it is what it is. Now anywhere I go in the city, I could be at a restaurant. Somebody, oh, you're phase one, right, Mike? Phase one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have we met? No, we never met. Okay, cool. So nice your to brand meet you. is you. The brand I is love it. the brand is there, you know. But it's it's a lot of work, and I think that's where people get mis you know the misconception that they can create. You know, they can have a thought, put it into action, and then in six months be there. This is a process, dude. It's a process. You have to keep going and going. You have to keep getting better. You have to keep sharpening your knives. You have to keep learning. You have to keep, you know, you have to take care of your body, take care of your mind. You know what I mean? You got to make sure you manage the stress. You know, these are all things that I've learned over the years, you know, and now I do a pretty good job of it. You know what I mean? Just as much as we like to stay aggressive and work and go crazy, I'll have days where I know my stress is high. And I will pack all this up and go home. <laughs> I've had days where it's high and I won't even, I'm out the back, gone. You got to manage it. That's all part of being successful is knowing, okay, I need a little break. I feel myself getting a little edgy. I'm out there. All it takes is a, is a night. 
some good sleep. You know what I mean? Sure. And now you wake up, you're like, oh, I'm back. I was tripping. But if you don't catch those moments and you stay in those moments, now all of a sudden you're trying to figure out why you're losing clients and you're not fun- you're not focused. You're, you know what I mean? Your to-do list is you're not, not even finishing. You know what I mean? Like you're just like, dude, what, what happened? I'm just not productive. It's because you're probably running at a red line, just like a car. You can't keep it on red line and drive sure. it all the way to California. You know what I mean? We could race it hard, but at some point we got to back it off and cruise control and then decide when we're going to, you know, yeah. downshift and, and go crazy, you know? So it's the same thing in business and life and sports and school, all of it. You've got to be willing to work. I think my big word is consistency. I think that's what's missing most right now. Um, in every in every industry, I think it's people just aren't consistent as they need to be. You know, I want to do this, 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 but then they won't commit to it consistently. If I'm a high school athlete and I want to get a scholarship and I'm a freshman, do you understand that you have to have you have to be committed for the next four years, day in and day out? You can't commit for six months, take three months off, come back for two months, go into season, take four months off after consistency. The day you decide, go 100%. Don't slow down. Don't look back. Don't even overanalyze it. Just go. Just keep going. Just keep going no matter what. That's like probably the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Of course. don't get it. Because mm-hmm. like, you, like you said about um, Jay-Z, to me, the one book I, I notice I talk about over and over, and it goes into that line of consistency. It's the compound effect. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, uh, it's by Day, Devin Hardy. Yep. And he talks about small, significant choices lead to long-term success. Mm-hmm. You have yep. to do a little bit every day, and eventually you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just like the, that's where the consistency jumps in. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, Arnold, if you do this workout today for one hour and no one else is doing it, mm-hmm. you're that one hour up. But you mm-hmm. keep doing that, then obviously yep. it's going to multiply. That's like what you compound. said about mm-hmm. the six years and like what Kobe said, we may be the same age, but I'm years ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Because yep. that's why he would wake up in the morning because yeah, exactly. I'll do two hours here, and then I'll do the practice with you guys, yep. but then I'll do an additional two yep. hours, so I'm four hours ahead of you in four the day, and then time you can do the math. Five, five days a week, time exactly. gap by five years, and guess what? That's why you can't even be on the court with me. Yeah. <laughs> and it leads on to that, and yep. that's like these little clues now that from the first, because I've been four years into my career since day one. I came in, I didn't even ask one question. Mm. I just listened to you. Yeah. And at the beginning, I used to think, like, well, is that a good thing? And I found out listening is one of the best things. Yeah. Especially if you don't know anything, yeah. just shut up and listen. It's easier to listen. Yep. And take so, out what you need. So when you told me, hey, kid, this, this, and this, and this, I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Got it. And I come, I remember, I think the second time I came to Vegas, Again, I was kind of pumped up because I thought I knew a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, all right, um, so my niece, she's going to train with you. Uh, so you got to incorporate kinetic chain, posterior chain. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm like, kinetic chain? I got to Google it first. <laughs> I'm like, kinetic, posterior, like, I'm like, what, what's the exercise that goes with that? Yeah, and you're, you're like, like uh, kettlebell okay. swing. And I was yeah. like, oh. I'm like, yeah, don't have to be overcomplicated. Or you're fine. <laughs> so then I did. Like we yeah. said, I Googled it and it made sense. I'm like. Oh crap! Yeah, like I'm, good. and little mm-hmm. things like that that I started like I knew I was serious about, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the things that the mindset again jumping back to that is I think one of the keyest things is the reason why I do what I do mm-hmm. is because I know I'm willing to do it for free. 
That's good. I like that. And when people say that, what do you mean? I'm like, that's why I do what I do. That's dope. Because I would train I like anyone yeah, for free all day. That's good. Yeah, that's I like, why I do that's what a good I do. Motto. That's a good motto. So, hey, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to have them repeat that one more time because I think it's important. I think that one of the best places to start as an entrepreneur, uh, if you're really trying to venture out and do your own thing or start your own business, I think what he just said is probably the best starting point. Is it something that you would do for free? Yep. So what made you come up with that? I, I uh, think that's a pilot a told one. me that LAX. That's really? what made me start my career. Mm, that's uh, good. LAX, I was there, Lutanza flight. And I remember clearly I was I started the gig because my brother got me the job. I was a lost soul. And then this pilot comes up, like, hey, you guys want a sandwich or a Coke or anything? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take a sandwich. And he comes back and he's just asking us about our job. Yeah. Like, hey, what do you guys like about your job? I'm like, oh, I got benefits. I got this. Yeah. Like, my ego is up. I get paid 30 bucks an hour, 60 <laughs> hour work weeks. Like, just being cocky, beyond cocky. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, oh, so you, you love your job? And I said, yes, I love my job. He's like, but are you willing to do it for free? And I said, no. Yeah, like, no, he's like you're in the wrong field kid he's like, I love and he it walked away everything else that I just said yeah yep. literally right when he said that you're willing to do it for free I said no and he's like you're in the wrong field kid and he walked away <laughs> it bugged me so bad and mm -hmm. I just went home like, what does he that's mean good. to for free and then one I was just watching a podcast one day that's good and stuff I love all that. these athletes say is like I never feel like I'm working a day yep. in my life because yep. they're doing it's like, they're I feel like I'm love. doing it for free I love it. I love it. No, that's perfect, dude. I yeah. love it. All right, man. So that is the one right there. That's the bar that we are going to leave you with today. So I know it's just really we just had a conversation. That's what we do whenever he comes to town. So it wasn't even necessarily a podcast in the sense of topics and we didn't have an agenda. We didn't have a schedule. We yeah. just come in and we just start talking, man. Hit record. So I do want to thank everyone for tuning in, for everybody. Uh, if you have not already, make sure you subscribe, please, uh, and share this with somebody that needs to hear this. I mean, at the end of the day, I know somebody out there that you thought of throughout the last few minutes on this podcast that you're like, man, this is perfect for, boom. Make sure you just share it with them. That's it. So, Arnaldo, man, let people know how they can find you. People that want to tap in with you, want to follow your journey, uh, what's the best way? Um, IG, pretty much my Instagram is Aesthetic Limon, and I'm based out of Monrovia, and I'm usually posting a lot of mindset stuff on my IG. Reach out to me, shoot me a DM, and I'd like to speak with you about anything, honestly, to be honest with you. Love it. Perfect, man. Hey, well, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, appreciate you, man. And like once again, thank y'all for tuning in. This is Mike Waters. We're inside Phase 1 Elite, and you have just watched or listened to the Elite Athlete Podcast. It's all a mindset. It's all a mentality. Let's keep getting better. Let's keep working. See you on the next one.